And welcome to season three, episode 20. Woo! We're almost old enough to drink. We're not there yet, but for season three, we've been old enough to drink for a while. This is by far the amount, the, the most amount of episodes we've ever had for a season, right? Like yep. the past seasons, it stopped at like 11 or 12 or 13, though, right? Or, uh, 16, I think, is the highest. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and we have no no intentions of slowing down anytime soon. Nope, that's not, not <laughs> my, I do not plan on stopping these episodes yeah. at this time. Um, I'm Paul, and here's a quick preview of this episode. So, we're going to bring Grover on, as you know, you already heard him ch- chirping. He's going to give you an update, uh, a GNN Plus update, state of the studio, state of whim, indie, right? Whim on Whimpin Studios. Yes, it's on a whim, and then we're the Whim Indie Podcast, right? It kind of make it's kind of one of those things, right? You, 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 they're picking, they're picking the, up what we're putting down. Or at least I'm hoping they're picking it up. And then after that, um, Grover's still in a challenge lane mood right now, right? Well, last week I challenged you. I, I said, what's stopping you from from playing Final Fantasy VII? And mm-hmm. you got dodgy, switching topics, changing the, the course of things. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right. At the, end of, at the end of the day, it's your fault for letting me do this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> letting yeah. me be the showrunner. Yeah. You're and, shuffling uh, your feet. And I, you know, so I, I want an answer on that. All right. Well, and and I'm, I am I want to know from you, what's it going to take? So, I, so I, we'll, I, we'll talk I, about I'm gonna that. I'm going to try my best to dodge the question again. <laughs> Anyways, Grover, GNN Plus. Yes. And it's historic third month. So, so, uh, we've, we've nailed down kind of a release window for Spellbearers. Um, by the time this airs, we're, we'll, I'll have put out a development log that kind of talks about where we're at and, and some changes we want to do. But I kind of want to reiterate with some stuff that I'm going to talk about in this development log for people who may have not have read it or may, or trying to keep up with development of our studio projects sure. with the podcast. So, um, I, I don't want to say a release date just yet. I just want to give. I don't want to give a precise release date for Spellbearers to just know that it's going to be sometime in the fall. Right. It's not going to make it in the summer. We tried. We have legitimately it tried. It was a valiant effort. But I, I don't want to rush development of the, the games. That's what I said. Perfection. Go on. Uh, yeah. This, every game can be improved, no matter how perfect it feels. I, I agree. Yeah. But I'm biased. Anyways. Okay. Fi- okay. Fine. All right. Sure. Um. So, so one of the things that I talked about in the development log that... Uh, that came out uh, before this um, is that we're going to be adding boss uh, HP bars to bosses and in, in spell, uh, spell bears. We have gone back and forth about this. Yeah, we have, we have, we have showed it off at conventions a lot. And, and, and the biggest piece of feedback was that people don't know if they're hitting the boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're like, is it, is, are my hits landing? Is, what, and what, I know we, we addressed this previously by changing the color of the boss's name from from regular to yellow to red. Well, that's in Salatria. In Salatria. Oh, in yeah. Spellbearers. In Spellbearers. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. In, in, in Salatria, we kept the, the, the Salatria is, is pretty much set in stone as far as the, well, there's a there's a, a few UI tweaks about Solitaire. Maybe I'll talk about that as well. Okay. But but for for spellbearers, um, eight we're gonna have HP bars visible on the easy and normal difficulties of the game. Ooh. The for 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 players that want it the way it was, mm-hmm. hard mode will continue to have no HP bars. Ooh. So. Um, if you like playing, if you if you followed us at conventions or you've played, you're playing the current demo version, um, just just note that there, there's going to be that change. And uh, we were deciding where to put the um, HP bars, and this actually calls back to a previous episode of the podcast. Um, I was talking about Blaster Master Zero yep. and then how I really enjoyed that game. Um, it's a hybrid shoot 'em up. Uh, no, it's a hybrid twin stick shooter and uh, platformer game. And um, I was talking about how the, the the boss designs and the user interface. So we actually used the the boss reference for that, how they put the boss HP at the bottom of the game. 
um, to not clutter up anything. Mm -hmm. And we, we felt that that looked really nice. So um, in the development log, I actually show some pictures of what it's going, what, what the current mock-ups look like. It's not final, but uh, um, I would like to hear your feedback on it. So uh, if, if you're listening to the podcast, you know, look at our development log and look at our Kickstarter updates and get, get a good idea of what we're going for. Um, so let's see what else. Uh, uh, we are going to, I, I kind of alluded to it, but we are going to have different difficulties. Um, we're looking into what kind of achievements we can do with that, um, with the different difficulties. Uh, but I'll, I'll make sure that, you know, with these changes that there'll be a difficulty, uh, there'll be achievement for completing it on, on hard mode. Um, we're trying to get the game to run on steam deck too. Um, and, and that'll be ready day one. Um, there was a lot of issues with it working with, uh, we, Spellbearers uses a lot of pre-rendered video and the Steam Deck's not liking that. So we're we're trying to redo as many effects mm -hmm. in the engine as we can. Right. Um, mainly with like the cloud effects in the background on the title screen and and some of the 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 cutscenes are not the right word, but some of the when you're going to the level one, you see the little synopsis of level one. Mm -hmm. We're going to be redoing that in in-game using in-game graphics as opposed to pre-rendered video. Um, so hopefully that'll solve those issues. But uh, the, the gameplay itself seems to work pretty well on the Steam Deck. We just need to make some tweaks so that it's ready for prime time. Uh, you, had, you had talked about you were asking about a Salatria uh, UI um, adjustments and um, the, the biggest one that we're changing is uh, in when you win a victory, we had an EXP bar filling up, but we never showed what level everybody level was. Level progress, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just like Mage, Mage leveled up. Well, what level was he? <laughs> uh, so we, we've, we've modified the results screen to show the level of the characters that they are when they're leveling up. Um, and we're also going to do, we haven't come to a decision on this yet, but I know in some boss fights in, in chapter two and chapter three, you get a lot of status effects on you and it starts blocking out the HP bar and it starts blocking out the name of the character mm -hmm. and it looks kind of ugly, right? right? If, especially if you have like five or six status effects. So we're going to look into how we can improve that UI asset. Uh, me and Jonathan Dishaw, who's, who works with us, uh, we have kind of competing views on 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 what we want to do with it with this. Um, but hopefully we'll have a solution soon and we can uh, come up with how to how to improve the user interface. Right. And we're making we're making solid progress. It's not going as fast as I personally want it, um, but that that's really up to me. I'm the one doing a lot of the polishing work and a lot of the adjustments. Um, What's the old adage you use? It's um, the last 10 percent takes up 90 percent. This the is yeah, this is the second 90 percent. The second 90 percent. Yeah. And it, it is a full Celatry has been a fully uphill battle for like the last three years. And I, I, you know, it's near vertical, right? Speaking of last week, it, it, climbing mountains in Celeste, right? It, it, it really feels like I'm playing Celeste. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I feel like I've died 400 times. <laughs> like Shadow. <laughs> like Shadow did last week. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, game development is a lot is cracked up to be in being on this side as a game developer, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm the, I don't develop anything. I barely know how my computer works, right? I just I turn on and things happen, right? It's a miracle to me how you can do things on your phone. You can do administrative. <laughs> you can write a dissertation on your phone. I don't I don't know how you do it. I need two hands for my keyboard. So, <laughs> no comment. No comment. Um, and to me. Um, hearing your guys' perspective, right? To me, hearing what you guys go through has made me a better gamer, I think, where I can respect other other publishers and other developers. And like I can I can be more forgiving, I think. There was there was I'm gonna build off of that. Yeah. There was one I was having a conversation with a guild member in my Final Fantasy 14 guild. Yeah. Or or a free company as they call it in the in the game. And there's this one person that I, I can tell that they they don't um, know game development. Right. Because they're like, oh, they could put new things on the cash shop. They could put new pieces of equipment on the cash shop, but they can't fix the server issues. Mm -hmm. I was like, those are those are two different teams. Like those are wide, two wildly different skill sets, right? Yep. You have 3D modelers that are 
you know, doing things that aren't making it into the base game that are are told by marketing that they have to sell this on a, on a cash shop or, yep. or, and then you have server engineers who are all over the world on different servers that yep. have to figure out the infrastructure of how yep. chat channels work. And then they're like, well, you're putting the, you know, it's got the same director. I was like, well, the- yes. And <laughs> yes. And yeah. I'm not going, I'm not going to tell shadow who's a sound engineer that to, to do game design and you know and i'm not going to i'm not going to try to model a 3d model you know it's it's not gonna work it's i can gonna, make a i can make a cube i can make a square I can make, and this can also be i had to. i don't think i can even make a cube it'll probably be like more of like a the dimensions might be off or something right or the corners might be off or something oh for sure yeah yeah 100 yeah. yeah we uh i remember me Masrod and Jonathan Dishaw, when, when we when we first formed the studio, we were trying to learn Unity, and the three of us followed the exact same tutorial with the exact same set of rules, and we came up with three wildly different projects. Like, why is like it was supposed to be like this like test three D game where like you're this agent going through this this building, and you have to you have to hit this button. Mm-hmm. The button sets off an alarm. The the screen turns red. My screen wasn't turning red. My screen was turning a different color. John's alarm wasn't working. And Matt had different wall colors. I was like, and we followed the exact same steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so game development is 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 rough. It's, a, it's something else. <laughs> it right? is something else. Yeah. And that's kind of what you want to keep it a hobby, right? Yeah. You know, more of a hobby shop as opposed to a full-on your day job. Uh, yes, and. Well, the we have responsibilities to our current customers for, for right. Spellbearers and for, for Salatria. Um, eventually, I would just like my, like to make games for fun. I, mm-hmm. I would love to do that again in the future and just get get it out of the worries that this has to be a commercially successful game. Kind of a... Uh, me and my brother were looking at the... I, I recently got a PlayStation subscription. I, got, I was subscribed to PS Now. I found it through Wario 64 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, if you get a PlayStation Now subscription for like 40 bucks, you get the $119 subscription when it upgrades later this this year. It upgraded. It upgraded. So I was like, I have all these like games I can play on the cloud or something. And I was just going through game after game after game after game. I was like, I'm not going to have time to do all mm-hmm. of this. You know, these are thousands of developers that have made thousands of games and they're all trying to buy for my time right as a player right it was like so many games so not many. enough time I, I was talking about it with uh with uh, one of the composers that that we work with and i i told him i said um i you know i i want to always make games mm-hmm. but i don't know if i want to make like full-fledged commercial games so maybe i'll make like a small prototype put it out there if there's demand from it like i want to see more of this then i might do it on a game by game basis but we'll have to see and, and the, um i'm going to take a nice healthy break after oh, i'm going to make you take a yeah. nice healthy break after yeah. yeah um that's you don't have a choice in that yeah yeah um as much as it's my control yeah no um that, that's what i uh, do what i want stardew valley did um and uh that that developer and he he just drip fed content to his community which is, you know, the, um, you know, that, that simulator game, right? That day to day kind of game. Yeah. 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 The, the, the day in the life, the of, day in yeah. the life of, right. Of a uh, rural farmer, rural, and, um, and that's how he built his following. He just had a drip and then people were into it. They were into that kind of, um, kind of game. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to remember what game that's, a uh, um, not Animal Crossing, was it? Stardew Valley. Yeah. What was it? Uh... Star Stardew Valley is the the name of the game. But... Right. No. But what 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 kind of genre was it, the main game? Oh, that? I don't know what the. Yeah, Cor- Concerned Ape Gaming is what it was. Um... Well, that's the name of the company. Yeah, the name that's, of the company. that's the name of him. His. Uh... Yeah. Let me see. Sli- I, I I I call it like a slice of life kind of game. That's what I would call it. Like Animal it, it Crossing, your 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 Harvest Moon. Yeah. It, oh, so, the, oh that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The original Dana Life. Yeah. So yeah, um, Har- you know, Harvest Moon was the the OG um, Dana Life, and you know when Concerned Ape made these made um all these screenshots and saying, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do Harvest Moon, but better with blackjack and uh and peanut farming, right? <laughs> Forget the peanut farming. Forget the peanut farming. Okay. And um I I like that idea of just dripping feed into a community, right? So um I like that I like that idea, Grover, after you your sabbatic your forced sabbatical after Salatria. Yeah, just just uh Make, make the games I want to. If if people like it, then I'll continue. If if not, then then we do we move on to something else. Maybe maybe I'll go out and do something productive. Ah, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. That's, that's too much. much. All right, Paul. So uh, last week I brought up a question to you about, um, you know, we we were talking a little bit about Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of all over there, La La Land, while me and Shadow were were talking about how you know awesome this was. Yeah. And um, I, I, I want to bring it up to you. Like what, you know, what, what's stopping you from playing it? And what, what would it take for you to play it? You know what, Grover? I'll play Final Fantasy VII. Okay. If you play Mass Effect. What, what are we talking here? The all three games, the first game? Uh, what, do you, you well, want to play X I'm amount gonna, of time? Gonna, okay, or? so, so listener, we're going to lay down this challenge right here. Okay. Right here and then. Um, I'll do it, Paul. It's a what? No, no, no. What? No. No, no I, I, I'll, I'll do it. Hold up, hold up. I didn't I didn't think that was part of the hold, deal, Wimberly. Hold, hold up. Hold, hold up. up. Damn it. I, I always want to no, know. I always want to play. I, I, I'm willing to play any games mm-hmm. like that. I, I always want to try new stuff. My only concern with playing Mass Effect, because, you know, you're talking about yeah. what's stopping you. My only concern with Mass Effect is it's a big time commitment. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to play. Um, and, uh, like, where am I going to have the time? Right. Right. <laughs> and, right. Um, so I, you know, I'll, 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 I'll play a copy of the thing, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I could probably play it on my PS5. Right. Right there. Right, right there. Looking right at you. I'll, I'll take it back with me to Vegas. Yep. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So, so let me introduce this new segment. We, um, last week we introduced, um, the shadow indie spotlight segment, right? The, the, the SIS. SIS, right? I hope that's not a bad acronym. I, <laughs> It's probably some kind of like um, procured like software or something. I'm double checking. <laughs> well, Grover double checks it. Yeah. Um, this new segment is play till we're sick of it. I think we're student information systems. Yeah. Other than that, I think we're in the clear. I think we're in the clear. Yeah. Uh, a turn safe search off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's. That, yeah, that was not, that, that. Let's not go family there. friendly podcast. Okay, go ahead. Strong Christian overtone. <laughs> but yeah. I'm an atheist. Well, it's family guy. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. I know, I know. So McFarland. Yeah. Um, so play till we're sick of it. So you want me to play Final Fantasy? Fine, I'll play Final Fantasy. Okay. As long as you play Mass Effect. Okay. And I I, I completely hear your comfort from the time commitment. Yeah. We all can't be educators with the summer off, right? It's, it's three games. <laughs> so oh, no, no. so well, how how much well, how, it's play how much? till you're sick of it. So play play till I'm sick of it. So you you okay. get to a point where you feel you you're blocked. You've put in the moderate time of work. Let's say you look up a wiki real quick. How do I get around this or do the work? Like you got to put some quote unquote effort into trying to unstuck yourself. Okay. But when you fi- you feel the game is like I'm not having fun anymore. I'm not having fun anymore. Yeah, put it down. Put it down. And, and then, then so, and so then we'll, come back and then. Okay, so so we'll. We'll come back in a couple of weeks or or a couple of episodes mm-hmm. and be like, okay, what was the point like for you? Where did you put down remake and be like, okay, I'm done. Right. Or if you finished it, like I didn't think I was gonna like it and I finished it. Mm-hmm. I can't promise I'll play through all three games in two. No, weeks, no, no. It would, but it, I'll play through as much so as I can you, of Mass would, Effect One. Mass Effect One, and for me, we found out about a Final Fantasy Seven remake. Final Fantasy Seven remake, part one. And then, and yeah. then, if we come down the road, you can lay another challenge down. It'll be Mass Effect 2 until you suck of it, right? Okay. And then we'll, we'll go off that one. Yeah, and yeah. then I'll have you play another Final Fantasy so that, game. So that's, 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 <laughs> or whatever you want me to play, that's a Grover game, right? Okay, sure. So um, I, I like that. And um, I think in in between the episodes, um, I'd ask Shadow because Shadow couldn't be here this this week mm-hmm. um, if they wanted to try a tactical RPG because I don't know if they've ever played one. Right. And and they said they were willing to try Fire Emblem Three Houses for mm-hmm. for the Nintendo Switch, and I think it's I don't know how they're going to feel about the tactical RPG aspect, but I think that they'll really like the the character development. So I'm really looking forward to what they think of 
of that episode or what they think of that game mm-hmm. in a, and that and then they will give their analysis on it in a couple of weeks as well I'm, that's very fair i'm looking yeah. forward to this this new all these new segments we're bringing in right yeah kind and, of uh, fitting and, the mold there exactly i like it so um i asked you this question offline uh, off the air yeah and i, I kind of and you kind of alluded to it in this episode yeah. uh, already and it, and it's pretty much comes down to you, you you're worried about the time commitment that Mass Effect takes. Yes. So when when I think of of you, Grover, I think of someone who who games to unwind from every you know yeah a game you can just pick up and and put down like you know I don't want to say you have to be troubled like to okay where am I at who who who's who, who's God and how do what, how much friendship do I need to beat God right <laughs> Okay all right. <laughs> And um, is that is that a pretty fair assessment of what I what I think of a, a, a little bit? So, um, you know, I have this the mm-hmm. I have a, a gaming computer, mm-hmm. but I don't really use it for gaming. Right. The uh, most of the times I, I use my computer is for game programming or game design. That's sure. why I have I have 64 gigabytes of RAM on purpose in case there's a memory leak or something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm working on something that. I, I want to make sure that when I'm working on a game, it'll load properly. And then I start cutting it down so it can work for average Joe user. <laughs> right. I, then I start knocking down settings. How how much can I get away with with loading things at one time? Sure. Um, with with Celatria, it was no, really bad with the overworld. Right. The sometimes you, you've seen that like in the older versions, the, the clouds move really laggy. Yeah. And the characters skip around. Yep. And I, I found out the processing hog on that and I fixed it. But I would have never been able to do that had I not had a computer powerful enough to figure out where, right. the, where the choke point is. So when uh, getting to the subject about games, um, when I, you know, when you ask me to play uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto or when I play Age of Empires or, or something like that, there's always a little bit of me feeling guilty that why am I doing this instead of working on my project my project is right here on the same machine and i can still do work on it right and you've told me a little bit about this when i i moved to las vegas you you told me i have to have my work and my sleep and play in different rooms so i partially implemented that by me sleeping in a different room than in the room that i work in right but my play and my my work are unfortunately still in the same spot on the same workstation. So um, where, where does, you know, I'm still getting to the point here. Um, when I play on my Switch, it's on a dedicated different machine. Right. Right. So I'm like, I feel like when I, when I, when I play on my Switch, I, I turn off my, <laughs> the part of my brain says, I got to work, I got to mm. work. And I don't feel guilty when I play my Switch. Um. And so most of the games that I get would be on my Switch, right? Um, so for this also happens with the PS5, right? You know, that, that's I'll, that's why I'll probably play Mass Effect on my PlayStation as opposed to on my computer. Mm-hmm. But uh, eventually I'm going to have to get over this at some point. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to play games on my super gaming computer. Well, it sounds like you've you've compartmentalized kind of this, this aspect of your life, right? Yeah. You're, you're so used to, you know, I have to push Celatria, right? Yeah. I think you've said on this podcast before, right? That you feel kind of, eh, if you don't really push after the end of the day. Like, you miss, yeah, you I miss feel your, bad. You miss your deadline. No matter no matter what I do, at the by 11 o'clock at night, 11.59, I have to do one change to the game. Mm-hmm. Even if it's, I made, I move one pixel on the screen. If it gets towards the end of the game, I will push by that point. So... So, uh, I've made a habit of doing it really early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll wake up, do the do the changes. Like, okay, at least that part of my day is done, <laughs> you know. Um, so, and so it makes me feel better when I play things for fun as opposed to playing things for work. Um, but uh, with with that Mass Effect, when I play that, I'm still gonna play it on on the Ooh. thing. Now, as for the genre itself, right? Um, you know, there was like a misunderstanding, like you don't like action RPGs. Yeah, I still you don't know. think you like action RPGs. Final Fantasy VII Remake is an action RPG. Oh, wow. It right. is. There's there's no turn-based, nothing. So it's not really Final Fantasy then? 
Stand now, so <laughs> oh, you really want to make this a long episode, don't you? Final Fantasy 16 is in action. Since since uh, Final Fantasy 10, they've made made strides to make it more real time, more Western, more actiony, more hack and slashy. And 16's outright like they got the Devil May Five, Devil May Cry Five, uh, battle director doing the. So the so real quick time right yeah. What would you say dif- is the main difference between a Western RPG mm-hmm. and a JRPG? What what what's the divide between those two kinds of RPGs? So this is yeah. So I I tend to like JRPG characters a little bit more because they start off as an ordinary person that's mm-hmm. thrown into crazy circumstances. Right. Right. Um like uh whereas I feel like Western R- Western RPGs like you, you are already like this bulky character, and you know I'm obviously like simplifying it very much. Like the opening of Skyrim, you're what you're like a prisoner, right? Yep. So and you're being hauled away to to almost get you're, executed. You're gonna be executed, yeah. Yeah. Until the dragon shows up. Until the and, dragon shows and up. Wrecks, wreck stuff. Conveniently. Um, plot armor. Yeah, plot armor. Um, but in most cases, like Mass Effect, you're this big bulky, uh, Commander Shepard, right? And and uh, and I I I I don't relate with that. Like no, yeah. when when I uh, when I make a character in Final Fantasy, it's like I'm this weakling. Like that's me. <laughs> I and then you can be some. You can go and get stronger and fight God. <laughs> with, and defeat him with the power of friendship. Be <laughs> the power of our friendship. And I and, love saying that. And, I don't know why. And yeah, it's. I don't know if I don't know if you're confusing Final Fantasy and Yu Gi Oh. But uh, first one, then the other. Yeah, uh, the heart of the cards. Uh, but uh, um, like when I played Dragon Age one, I played Dragon Age one and uh, you had got me it, I think, mm-hmm. as a gift. And I was playing through it and I, I got into some tower. Like I, I created this character and I, I I created a character that I thought I would like, but I couldn't make a character that looked like me. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it was a character that kind of looked like me but it It wasn't you it wasn't me and so i had trouble relating to this character um and i i got into a party with party members and stuff and and i got into this tower and um and i kept getting one hit killed and i was like this okay i was getting to that point this isn't fun right oh maybe maybe i have to go back and grind up levels or something so i have the hp and the Mm -hmm. and i was like there's nowhere to grind all the enemies are already dead what am I supposed to do? Right. And and I looked up a guide and I was so confused because I was like, okay, I did this path, but I went this direction and there was no, you know, maybe I'm not used to the Western RPG style of, of walkthroughs, but I was so confused. I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? I don't mm. understand. Whereas on the Eastern RPG, aside from Chrono Cross, um, it's like, okay, chapter one, you go here, you go here, you go here, you fight this boss, you go here, you go here, you go here, you fight this boss. And it's very like if you, if you can't beat this pain, boss, pain by numbers. Um, kinda. It is definitely more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I like having I like having growth. Like I know where I need to go, and I okay, I can't beat it. This is what I need to do to get there. Mm-hmm. And um, with with Western RPGs, like with Skyrim too, um, we were playing when I went to Phoenix. Right, we were playing. I I was fighting this dragon. And I was I was trying to understand like why why am I fighting this dragon right and and the hints are supposed to come through side quests or through notes or through things like that right um, the general atmosphere like don't you see the dragon don't you want to know more about why that dragon's attacking mm-hmm. don't you want to Grover's like no I, no I don't I want yeah I would like to be shown through cutscenes or something you know and, and then I go back and I was like oh well, where's the cutscene oh this is the cutscene it's like. In a, in a JRPG, there would be like camera pans and and there would be like, you know, focusing on the, the face of the mm. person who's talking. Right. And 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 it would well, be like I'm watching a movie. Right. Whereas, and that's Skyrim. That's Skyrim's deficiency. Yeah. It's not like like it's just text action. on the ground and the yeah. person moving their mouth. And I was like, oh, this is a cut. OK. And I'm running around while they're talking. Yeah. <laughs> and I was and, like, because you're bored. Yeah, I'm bored. Yeah, I'm very bored. Um. But with Mass Effect has has those types of cutscenes though, right? Like that uh, Eastern RPG. Has. Well, so the, so the Bethesda RPG 
for Fall, the, the fallout, the fallout, and the Skyrim, and, yeah. and the are are different from the Bioware RPG, mm-hmm. where the Bioware RPG is its traditional cutscene takes you out of camera panning ca- around. Oh, about the camera panning, but it's because they're conversation based. Yeah. So, for example, you know, oh, the zoom in on the person on who's the talking. zoom in, and yeah. you know, you get the the dead fish look, the Uncanny Valley, and all that, right? Yeah, that all the things that come with that. But it, it freezes the moment. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you can, there's decisions you can make with interrupts and whatnot. But it's not, you know, some cutscenes happen. There's like a, a full cinematic. Yeah. Um, in the giant space battle in Mass Effect 3. Why is there a giant space battle? One of many. So I'm not spoiling anything for you. Fair. But um, that's a full cinematic. Ooh. It's a full cutscene, right? And there's lots of cutscenes. Um but not like Skyrim. Skyrim was more, I guess they wanted to keep it linear. They wanted to keep it, you know, here's the dragon. Okay, now you know the dragon. Go where the dragon elders are. Yeah. And go. go. Oh, he's attacking the tower. Why is he attacking the tower? Yeah. And, and go find like, out. And girl's like, I want to learn more. Do you want to know more? And if I find, go through the side quest chain or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I think it, it, a lot of Western RPGs, I think, provide choice paralysis almost yeah or you, you you know here's the book oh i'm gonna op- i'm gonna open it randomly to page 503 go you start reading and you're like but who are these people and what are they doing here and what's going on and like go back and okay you gotta go flip back but what i'm gonna flip back I, i'm on page 503 why would i you know i really liked uh breath of the wild because it had the skyrim concept of wandering wherever you want wherever yeah. you wanted to go but it also had the Eastern. Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Be, be who, who you want to be. But it had the Eastern thing that the the Eastern uh, standard by okay, you have four bosses that each have their own line. Yeah. Right. And they wanted you to find that on your own. But when you did it, it's like oh, this is st- standard Zelda fare. Once mm-hmm. you got there, um, so I felt like it was the best of both worlds. Right. They 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 definitely you can see the Skyrim influence, but you can see like you can see the parts that they didn't like about it. Sure. And they 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 strip that out mainly the running around during cutscenes and 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 glitches and bugs and all that stuff because no, the no. wild was surprisingly pretty polished. Very very yeah. Pol- yeah. It's like they had a, a whole generation um, console generation to work through it or something. <laughs> yeah. As the Wii U floundered and died. Well, I mean, um, how how long was Skyrim in development? You want to look that up real uh, fast? Sure. Um. So, uh, Power Slave exhumed on the the port that we played a few weeks ago, right? Um, yeah. Night Dive's product that um they remastered they rema- for, for they, current consoles. Yeah, was it a remaster or just a port? They remastered. They remastered. Yeah, they 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 the add same they, thing. They add a lot of new functionalities and whatnot. You know, um, it wasn't a full on remake. No. Like certain certain properties. Yeah. King Ramses, you know, playing Zordon. Yeah, playing the role of Zordon. That was a cutscene, right? Like yeah. it froze, and you had to listen to Zordon talk. Sorry, Ramses, for that cutscene. Yeah. You know, and it's a little bit rougher, but I think that's what Skyrim was going for. Right. Um, so Skyrim development time started. Development continued until 2013. So they were even working it past uh, the release. Uh, how long? Yeah. Well, when is Six it? Six years. So 06? That's about the same amount of time yeah. as Breath of the Wild. Yeah not, not, yeah, not bad. If you think of it. And again, yeah, it, it com- took a whole console generation. It took a whole console generation, right? So, so going back to this thing, right? I I think you know you I I just say you don't like action RPGs, and mm-hmm. you pull your usual. No, Paul, that's not what I said. No. I said right. Yeah. So I I think it's a lot to do with choice paralysis, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're so used to this one certain style of gaming, you just you know you want. I hate saying paint by numbers, but that's what it ends up being, right? I think I think gratification that I know where I need to go next because kind of like what you said. I want to be able to put it down when I bring it up. It's like, okay, last time on this, yeah. I did this, 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 and now I'm going here next. And you can do that if you have an idea of where you're gonna, what, what, what your, what your goal is gonna be. The Witcher Three does that very well. I yeah. have it and I haven't played it yet. Oh, so, <laughs> so when you play, you're gonna see that. You're gonna yeah. see. Um, that would be after Mass Effect. It's a cutscene generator. Okay. So what happens is you. You play a fundamental thing in the game. I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, something big. Something happens. big happens, right? And 
when you go back into the game and load up your save file, it pretty much says, we rejoin the Witcher on his adventures as he goes and he is going to the land oh, of West. Cool. And, and like you're actually watching a cutscene of, of, of all the stuff of you the did. events, right? That's really cool. And then in the legendary edition of Mass Effect, again, no spoilers or anything. Yeah. But that happens again between one and two. When you make the jump, there is a full on with all the choices you made. With in the all first the game. choices you made and everything. That's pretty good. And I'm like, I but isn't not every load save. So CD Project Red did did a good job with The Witcher. Whereas in just Mass Effect is the, the one time. They probably use that as like, oh, okay, we don't want to do it like this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, looking forward to it. Yeah, so yeah, you're you're welcome to take it. It's right there on the on the I will take it when, the, the when stack of not shame. Um because you've beaten all those games. Too. I've beaten all those games. Um it's taller than mine. Yeah, then the ones I haven't beaten are in front of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is not my, a very big stack. My my PS5 I, I will tell you, though, that the games I don't like. Yeah? Sports, yearly sports releases. Yeah, we've, we've talked about a little bit at length about yearly sports, the Maddens. And yeah, the we, we, we and... talked about it. I'm sure we talked about it in a prior episode. But to me, like, there, there's very little innovation and there's very little need to innovate. Why would you want to redo Madden, right? You know, you have to, you obviously the rosters change every year. People get traded. Um, you have to upgrade the graphics slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they'll change the award ceremonies, right? They'll change certain cut, key cutscenes. Yeah. Like, hey, I, we, we did something different. I, I was very bitter about a cutscene change in Madden. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you had mentioned it, one of them in the championship. Like, yeah. they, they're supposed to bring out the, the trophy or something like that. Yeah. And, there, there's a, a song that plays when you bring out the, 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 the trophy for winning the sports ball. For the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay and um they don't have that song in there and i was very bitter and upset it took away from the immersion right yeah no but i think I, you know i, I well, the thing with sports yearly iteration of sports games i think people are just too lazy to alter the roster on their own and i think that's just they pay 60 bucks or 70 80 now inflation right um i don't i don't think it's a people laziness issue um, I think it's comp- companies want it. it's a cash cow. Yeah, it's a, you keep your developers employed. You keep all, you keep all your team employed. They're not laid off at the end of the mm-hmm. I, that. That's the positive sides. The right. positive sides are to- completely on. A, uh, it's a constant money cash flow. You know, people, your fans that that somebody told me your fans that buy sports releases, they don't fit. They don't tend to fit any genre of 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 gamer. Like you have, there's there's people like you that buy them. It, it, it the people who are attached to sports games, they're going to buy the sports games. But it, and um, it, it's just a it's it's a good constant cash flow. Like why change it? Yeah. But that's also the the game development thing. As me as a game developer is like, well, well, there's no innovation here. Um, and why why does there need to be? Um, when when, you know. No, and that, that's very fair. Um, I, I would see you dying on the inside very slowly if you were forced to make the same game year after year after year. I will say the one the one sports game, this one sports ball game that I really enjoyed was NBA Street. I really enjoyed because like you could do these tricks, you can do you could push them out of the way with the tricks, and it was really fun. Um, and and. Uh, me and my brother played a lot of NBA Street. And like there was like combos you can do. It was really cool. So um just looking up the answer in R slash Madden on Reddit, right? Yeah. Why do y'all buy the yearly release? It's just the same game repackaged. Okay. And um the the number one answer is the only football game on the market. And I enjoy football. I don't buy the game every year though, until it goes free on EA Access or it's heavily discounted. Um, an, another answer says, um, I like getting the updated roster. And while I recognize the regression of the franchise mode, I still have fun and play countless hours. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a little mix of both of what we were saying, right? One fan is just too lazy to alter the roster themselves, right? The, the instant gratification, right? Yeah. And then what you're saying, right? It's just... It's a cash um, cow for developers. Mm-hmm. It's a cash cow for uh, uh, EA and... and- and uh, they, they they don't have to lay off anybody. Mm-hmm. The um, the funny you say about the heavily discounted games. You know I go to pawn shops a lot. 
for yeah because you're you're for because you're, you're controllers yeah. that smell like cigarette smoke uh, hopefully it's cigarette smoke <laughs> hopefully cigarette smoke i don't know what it is um but i have to sift through libraries of madden fifa what what other what other games come out every year call of, Duty. call of duties um pokemon games now yeah no but there's but yeah there's been a pokemon game released every year since since for a while now yeah. since 2000 since emerald since emerald after emerald it was diamond pearl then it was platinum then it was hard gold and soul silver then it was black and white black and white 2 x and y oh my god you're right uh what what came out after x and y uh, omega ruby alpha sapphire mm-hmm. sun and moon sun and moon ultra sun and ultra ultra moon yep um I remember when Ultra Sun came out. Let's I, go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee, that one. Yeah. And, uh, then, and then now the Scar... Uh, no, no, Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. Uh, 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 what's the new one that just came out? Uh, Arceus, Legends Arceus. Mm-hmm. And then now Scarlet. So is it Arceus Every or Arceus? Year. Oh, I call it Arceus. I, Arceus. Yeah, I'm just joking. Every year. Every year they release a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it's the same problem, I feel. So another person comments... Most activities cost at least $10 an hour to do. Do I get at least six hours worth of enjoyment from Madden? Yep, more than that. Um, and then talk about the franchise regression. But that's how they, they equate their hours, right? Do I get enough fun out of this game to warrant the $60, $75, $80? You know, when I went to Disneyland a few weeks ago, right? Well, did I have fun for $100? Did your sibling get uh have fun with the three hundred dollar lightsaber? Two two fifty. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. If he's listening. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Hey, that fifty dollars paid for the parking. <laughs> there, you there you go. No, but you know, do you for you like I always see you going and finding the deals and you know having that mentality of you know you're if you pay full price you know you pay sicker price you're getting ripped off, right? The Hank Hill method. The Hank Hill method, right? Yeah. Well, no, Hank Hill method is. Sticker price and nothing more. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but we everyone else knows that's the ripoff price, right? Yeah. Um, so just that philosophy of what is your time worth? And we've gone, we've had the discussion before. Mm-hmm. Were you one time you asked me, would you pick a penny up off the ground? Yeah. And I said, Is it in, is it right in front of me? You're like, Yes, Paul. Why would I ask you to pick a penny if it's not right in front of you? Like, are you going I'm, am I going out Whereas of my my dad would yell at me. Why did you pick that penny off the ground? So your dad would yell at you for that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're throwing, why are you throwing away money? Oh, because you dropped the penny. No, no, no. If, if Why would you walk across money is, 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 his, is his thing. But to you, it's like, I get paid this amount of thing. It is more effort for me to pick up oh, the no, penny. Oh, no, no. That was not what I said. Oh. What, well, you asked me that scenario, right? Yeah. Isn't that what you make on an hourly, by minute by minute basis? Yeah. Worth more than picking up the coin. And I was like, no, I, I'm gonna pick up the coin because that's what I want to do. Yeah, and um, and uh, you know we, coming back so equating that to playing video games and spending money. Yeah, you know if they people want to spend seventy dollars on a, on a rehash of the last year's game, and if people want to do it, who are we to question them, right? Oh, I'll question Sony for Last of Us till the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> so are we, are we changing the end of the episode where it's in a Sonic Origins? Don't buy the Last I, of Us I, remake. I, I, remade. Think, I think we're gonna have to do that now. Okay. That's gonna be my new target of, That's your of, new target. of, of games. And I'm gonna I, giggle like a like a like a school person. But see, unlike Sonic Origins, I think I'm actually going to not buy. <laughs> yeah, you you regressed really heavily. Yeah. on the whole Sonic Origins thing. I gotta play Sonic Three. Gotta do gotta, gotta go fast. Sonic Three. Sonic Three. Yeah, that's the only reason I have Sonic One and Two for who knows how many platforms, but I don't have Sonic Three. So, and then you you also mentioned the shooters. You don't no interest in. Um. Let, let's say the shooters have a campaign. Yeah. Like, I might challenge you to play the Modern Warfare remasters. The okay. Modern Warfare one and two, right? And not to go online because I'm not gonna try. No, I, 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 I wouldn't do that. I, I, I wouldn't do that, no matter even if you did challenge me. And um, just play the campaign on the on the easiest difficulty and whatnot, right? So, I am. So you know, me and my brother are playing Quake. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right, I like it. Yeah, I've been playing through the. Uh, we're playing through the. We're actually gonna be playing tonight. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so, 
uh we've we played through a first couple levels and me and my brother this is pretty fun we're gonna continue doing that so i I, i'll 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 give modern warfare uh i'll even give halo a try i don't have anything to play halo on now i would have to play that on my uh on the game on my and that might be the thing that break you out of that compliment yeah yeah compliment a lot see that (laughs) might (laughs) that'll be a future challenge for sure there it is I know Shadow would, would get a kick out of me playing Halo. I want to see what you think of Halo at that point. Just yeah. out of morbid curiosity. Sure. Not not a Halo person myself. Yeah. Um, I just know enough about Halo. But uh, uh to, to answer your question, I, I'd give it a try. Like mm-hmm. we're we're, pl- we're playing Quake right now, and then I I, I own Doom. Mm-hmm. I bought Doom for Switch, um, to help support the people the, the people at Night Dive. Right? They gave us the the key for for consolidating. So, yeah. So, so I bought, I bought Quake and Doom from, from, from them from through limited run. Um, so yeah. Dollar orchestra agrees. Um, They're fans as well. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I'd be down for trying that. I just, the, 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 the FPSs have the same problem, right? Why, why change it? But they, they, they don't do a yearly release like, like sports games. Well, do. it's, it's the every other, right? every it's other year they switch teams. Activision and, and Treyarch. Yeah. yeah. So, but is it a, is it because of the shooter? Or is it because of the yearly release? It's more of the yearly release. Thing. Okay. Um, the only thing that I, the only thing, the only problem I have with shooters is not, not the, the, the genre is that there's too many of them. What do you mean? There's, there's that? not, there's not too many of Dragon Ages. There's not too many Mass Effects. There's not too many Final Fantasies because every Final Fantasy plays completely differently. Yep. Right. Seven remake is not going to play the same as 16. Um, so it, it's a different enough game to where it's like this is this feels fresh, but when it comes to um, how many shooters are there? There's there's Battlefield, right? There's Modern Warfare, uh, Black Ops, Black Ops, the, the, the Call of Duty, yeah. all the Double Seven games. Um, help me out here. I'm not a big. I'm not me neither. Let's look it up. Like just right off the bat, you know. Then there's fir- then there's first person shooters because it's FPS, right? Yeah. Because there's also third person shooters, right? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I like the. Okay, so we got Call of Duty, Counter Strike, Counter Strike, ba- ba- a Bioshock, Battlefield. Then you got the you got the ones like Apex Legends. You got Far Cry. You got Half Life. You got Left 4 Dead. You got Medal of Honor. Uh, Overwatch. Would you consider Overwatch FPS? Mm, it's more battle royale well so with apex legends right uh let's see quake system shock was the half-life series yeah yeah time splitters unreal wolfenstein duke nukem dune days x destiny destiny yeah but halo if you you break down those games right you know you know you know those are all first person shooters yeah, they first are. First person shooters by series. Yeah, and they consider Overwatch to be a first person shooter. Interesting. Is there a story to Overwatch? There is. They have uh, different characters with different backstories and stuff. Okay. All right. I learned something today about Overwatch. Yeah. So, I mean, we can always we can always go ad nauseum and explore these sub, you know, subgenres because, you know, a Duke Nukem is very different. Duke Nukem is the solitary of FBSs. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do a self burn this time? Did I do it? <laughs> it's the solitary. <laughs> you all right? I, I was I was not ready. Duke Nukem for forever, that level right? of they- savagery. They started. When did they start Duke Nukem Forever? No, oh, ninety something, if not eighty, ninety two. Keep 93? talking. I'm looking it up. No, um, that's Duke Nukem Forever. But the the original Duke Nukem, those oh. were like the end, the, the satire to the very serious drab, you know, the quakes and all that, right? So, um, here I go again, plug in my favorite game critic, right, Yahtzee Croshaw. Um, he Duke Nukem started in nineteen. 19- Development started April 1997, and it was released in 2011. Someone got some kid. So 14 years. Some kid finished school and started college in that amount of time. So 14 years, and Celtria yeah. has been in development for 11 years. So I still got three years to go for I, I match Duke Nukem See, Forever. See, but Duke Nukem Forever, if you open it up like like an autopsy table for the postmortem, right? Yeah. You see a little bit of gaming history 
as you go along, right? Yeah. You see the the advent. Ah, see what I did there? Yeah, the advent. <laughs> of All like right. right. the dark and you know the the space dramas and you know the what's it? What was the the ones? Um, you're in space and you're getting chased. The horror genre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like the Halo, um, the Flood, right? You you see that influence, and then you see you know the the gritty <sighs> FPS, right? The, you know the modern warfare, you know shoot 'em up, you know hoorah America, rawr, right? Mm. And you you kind of just see, you 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 break open the, the the cadaver, right? The the body that already was you know delivered DOA. Yeah. And you kind of see the the Frankenstein behind it all, right? Yeah. And now then you can see why it took 14 years to make this because it felt like um well the, the guy also wanted to restart so, the game on so, so many game so, engines. so someone wanted to build a house on a fault line right and whenever they build half the house half earth would happen and it would cause a shift yeah so now then you got to choose what side you want to rebuild the the house on yeah so you start building the the other half of the house that didn't move right didn't get turned down and then another earthquake happens and you just kind of keep following along and you kind of see these half built houses along the fault line. I see what you did there because Quake and ah! yeah. was that where you really going with that? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, every now and then, right? Okay. Listener? Yeah. So, I mean, that that's kind of <sighs> Yahtzee Croshaw has a series called um, um, the silly. It's a, it's a, he uses a very vulgar word. I'm not going to use it, but. He's like stupid mistakes in gaming that are, are that are we being repeated, and how we never learn from our lessons. Mm. And I think Duke Nukem, when he reviews it, is the epitome, the poster child, if you will, yeah, of these this mistake. Gotcha. In gaming, so I don't know. So Grover, twenty episodes in, how you feeling? Uh have I been here for all? Tw- I I don't think I think I was. I you you missed, took two off. I or... took two off because that that was a hard week that week. Yeah. But uh, I like being a part of the podcast. You uh, like it? Because I, I was a guest host for some of the episodes of season two. two. Um, But now I'm, I, I think... Yeah, I, you and Shadow kind of alternated being guest hosts whenever Jabari couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, yeah and then you, that we got promoted. You got promoted. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you're kind of more the main and Shadow and Jabari are still main co-hosts. We're all co-hosts. We're all co-hosts. So... Give me your, give me your, your, uh, I hate using the, the modern parlance, but your, um, your glows and your grows. Like, where do you see, you know, what's something we, we do great and what's something that you can see us doing better? I need to improve my ad libbing skills. I yeah. can't, I can't ad lib that well. There's been episodes where, like, you're going for a joke. It even happened last week. I think we cut it out. <laughs> you were going for a joke, and I'm like, I don't know where you're going with this. No, 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 no. <laughs> Where are you, you going? With- or, or you thought I was going somewhere, uh, and then I went. I was like, okay, I see what he's, I see what he's putting down, and that wasn't what he was putting down. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. my, my, my bad. My, uh, like, uh, very few times I have to like stop the record and say, hold up, Grover, let's get on the same page. Yeah, and go. Yeah. Right, and cut. Well, for people in the audience, they hear the uncensored version. So. Well, we got, um again, shout out to uh, your all 5150 here in our Discord. I don't know if, if he even wants to be referred in the episode. We'll have to see. Oh, if he wants to cut it, then he can DM me. If he's even listening. Yeah, I'm sure he's yeah. listening. And if he wants to get cut, then go ahead and, and, and I will just bleep your name. We'll see. Bleep! We'll... You know. Yeah. Thank you for, for listening. Yeah, thank you for tuning in and, and showing up in person. We're, we're going to make sure to get you your, your prizes from last week. Um, you know, that's a hint from Grover more than anything else. Anyways. You guys aren't going to let it go. So your ad lib, right? What else? My, we- my ad libbing skills need work. Something that I've seen from other podcasts where, where they do a lot of prep. And, and then I've seen at podcasts, they do no prep. And and um, I I... Whenever we do an episode of On a Whim, I always have, I bring my laptop here. I have my notes. Um, I, I always ask for you and Shadow to give me like a two days heads up. So like, please let me know what the topic outline is mm-hmm. so I can do my research and I can come in with something to say. Um, so so that that's one thing that I uh, I always want to make sure that I'm, I'm doing for every episode. And I remember the first time in season two when you had me, I, I had four pages of notes handwritten i remember that and you're like you prep for this <laughs> what what <laughs> what 
<laughs> why would why? This is a lot of notes. What kind of freakish name is that? Yeah, yeah. And so I I want to make sure that I I I always I don't forget to say stuff. Um, and there's been episode I don't remember what episode was, but we came back. I said there's more I want to talk the about. E three episode. So, yeah, yeah. So I came back and we re- we recorded it and 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 put it in there after the, in post processing or post uh not pro- post processing post production post production. So yeah, that that I, I'm I'm feeling good about it. Um, I the only thing I, I we need to get the word out a little bit more. Yeah, I think that's that. our biggest grow. Um. So well, my 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 glow. I hate using the Martin parlance again. Uh, our our chemistry as co-hosts is really strong. Yeah, you can tell we're friends and we enjoy each other's company. And I I can tell. No, zero. <laughs> no, 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 I like that. Um, I don't like I don't like Jabari at all. No, just, oh, just, I I'll say I'll say one more thing. Sure. Um, at the beginning, you would you would. When we had first started this, you would be like, let's not talk about it this year. Let's save it for the podcast or let's do that. And I personally don't like that because I, I feel like, like yeah, let's just have a normal conversation out in public, talk about whatever we want to talk about. Yeah. And then I'll have stuff to say about it in the, in the podcast. I don't, I don't have to think about things I need to say because I, I feel like our topics are are interesting enough to be held for, you know, we don't have to. We don't have to hold off on what we say for a podcast. And I feel like um, I, I I feel like you've picked up on that. Like at the beginning, you'd be like, don't talk about it here. Talk about it on, on Friday. And yeah. we don't we don't we don't need to do that anymore because, you know, I think there's there's enough trust between you, me and Shadow and Jabari that we'll always have enough things to talk about in the podcast. Fair. Yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a point of, of strength as well, that we, we were able to have that chemistry and we can talk to each other and have a normal sounding conversation sometimes. Right. And, um, I guess the, in the grow, the major one is we just need more of a fan base and yeah. to expand and support the studio and the studio supports the podcast. That's, right? You said exactly what I was thinking of trying to respond, because if, if we have a successful game, people are going to want to listen to the podcast. If we have successful podcasts, then people are going to be like, okay, well, what games are, they what is this Delatrio you speak of? So, the funniest one, the funniest mispronunci- mispronunciation, mispronunciation, mispronunciation of, <laughs> of, of Celatria was from my friend that was in EMT. And he actually worked with us for an art- as an artist for mm-hmm. a little bit, very brief while. And he said Celatria. And I'm thinking Atria, like heart, you know? Yeah, I'm atrium, like, oh. yeah. Oh, okay. Look at you with your anatomy and physiology chops yeah. coming through. But I knew like he said it like that because he's EMT. He yeah. deals with medical and all that yeah. stuff all the time. I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, but that's also the thing I learned about that. I'm, I'm never making a game that that's that um, obscure it. to pronounce again. Easy to say. Easy to say. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So it's easy, so easy to use. No wonder it's number one. I don't know about all that being number one. I'm going to online commercial. But listener, I hope you make On a Whim your number one podcast. Um, it's so easy to listen to. No wonder we're not number one. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> hold, hold up. H H O L U P. Hold up. Right. Hold up. Hold up. Hashtag. Yeah. Um, thank you for tuning in, listener. Uh, this is our new night, Wednesday night. We announced it last week. Yeah. So this night we're releasing on Wednesday night. Um, go ahead and tune in um, around 5 p.m. ish, depending on your time zone, right? Time is relative, right? yeah. like Saturdays are. <laughs> um, if you want to engage with our community, go ahead and um, join our Discord, discord.gg slash And wishlist our game, Celatria and Spellbearers on yeah. Steam. And yeah. then also go ahead and um, follow us on our socials. If you want more GNN Plus updates, or you just want to just hear Grover rants, um, at, at Wimindy. Or then, at, well, no, no, at, at Grover Wim. I'm not going to put put my my personal rants on Oh, no, Wimindy. fair enough. Grover's yeah. rants are at Grover Wim. Yeah, because at Wimindy for the studio. Yeah, sometimes my my personal views don't exactly line up with a, a company's views, right? So definitely got to keep that. You, separate. you remember, you are one fourth the company, so I yes, but I can't speak for every fourth. <laughs> no, that's very true. Even though I end up being that way sometimes. Yeah, sounds good, right? Yeah. <laughs> please look forward to. Please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. All right. Well, I've been Paul. I'm Grover. 
And this has been the On A Whim Podcast. Y'all keep it nerdy. And don't buy the remake of the remaster of the remake of the remaster of the remake of the remaster. Of Last of Us. Of The Last of Us. Thank you.